0: Hey everyone, welcome to Blank Pages HB Phil Season 3 Stories with Songmen. Today I'm in conversation with an entrepreneur who travels around all the time, runs multiple ventures, has two big communities, and still manages to hustle around and be the boss lady she is. Please welcome Minu. Hi Minu, how are you doing? Do introduce yourself to our audience.
1: Hi, my name is Minu Mary Matthew. I'm originally from Kerala. I'm the founder and director of Artery. Artery is an online jewelry and scarf store. Last year, with my mother, I co founded Art which is a block printing unit based out of Trivandrum. We also retail blo- block printed sarees. And during the pandemic, I started a community called Girl Boss Going Places, which is an online community for women entrepreneurs to support and help each other. And we are now close to 1,000 members strong. I also have a community called The True Tribe, which has over 5,000 women from all over the world. This is pretty much what I do in a nutshell. I am enjoying my time as a business coach currently, trying to get Uh, Women to experience financial freedom and start small businesses online
0: Awesome with that wonderful introduction. I'm moving on to my very first question What was it that drove you to entrepreneurship?
1: What drove me to entrepreneurship? That's actually a very interesting question. Back in 2007, when I was in college, I found my name on a list which said Head of the Entrepreneurship Club. Back then, I had no clue what that meant, I didn't even know how to pronounce it. I had to look up a dictionary to know what that meant. But today, I'd like to believe that maybe my teacher saw something in me which might make me a good entrepreneur. At least, I'd like to believe so. As cliched as it might sound, I think I'm an accidental entrepreneur. I just had this thing that I have to do something on my own. Even when I was working with a company, I was doing the same drill, you know, the 9 to 5 job, working with various companies. But some part of me, I felt that there's something missing or I wanted to do something more. And that's when I wanted, I ventured into entrepreneurship and, uh, and five years later, going strong. So if I could sum that up in a single line, I think passion. Passion for what I really do, which makes me feel like I'm never at work and I'm every every day is a lot of fun. That's what uh, I wanted to do back then and that's what I've achieved through entrepreneurship. I love it.
0: Wow, that sounds like it's your dream come true job and you're truly happy doing it. Which leads me to my next question. If you were not an entrepreneur, what would you be?
1: If not for entrepreneurship, honestly, I've never thought in that direction until you actually asked me. But uh, I think I would be in a job where I'm able to meet a lot of people. I would like to inspire. I would like to be in a job where I'm talking a lot. making friends, being um, uh, of help, I don't know. So maybe uh, in in the line of teaching, uh, my father is in academics and he is the principal of a college. So I think I would, my, my first preferred uh, thing to do next to entrepreneurship would be teaching. I think it's very, very gratifying to see that, uh, you know, you are sharing your knowledge and people are able to use it to make their life better. I think it's a very, very interesting job to have. And, and uh, probably I would pursue teaching at some point of my life. It's on my bucket list.
0: Well, I'll surely want to take your classes if you actually ever become a teacher. So coming to my next question, in your entrepreneurship journey, what's the biggest struggle that you've faced between keeping a work-life balance?
1: Um, Before I answer that question, I'd like to say that um, uh, I understand and I am very grateful for the privileges that I have or the kind of family setup that I come from. There's, uh, I've, I've probably had it very easy compared to a lot of other entrepreneurs who inspire me. Because uh, there was always no question of, uh, you know, uh, having struggled so much to follow my passion. I could always do what i wanted to do i always had an opinion and my opinions were respected even as a child so i'd like to say that whenever i say a challenge or a struggle with relate with relationship to work life i understand my privilege but um, Challenges when I was working, this is the uh, pre-entrepreneurship time when I was working with different companies. I think the biggest thing was flexibility because we had a set time and uh, I found that difficult to kind of work uh, you know, within that stipulated time and finish something in that time. I think that kind of uh, hinders when you have uh, a creative flow. You want to work when the creativity is uh, coming in and you want to take breaks sometimes. And uh, even uh, I think I get a lot of inspiration from people that really uh, helped because I was constantly meeting a lot of people at that work place workplace. Another thing is, a lot of inspiration comes from travel. I travel, I observe, I try to collect jewelry and uh, whatever inspiration I get from our collections are from travel. And uh, when I was working in a 9 to 5 kind of a job, there was a lot of, you know, uh, things that went behind being able to go out, meet people or go travel to a different place. So that's one of the biggest hindrance that I had in entrepreneurship i think uh, the biggest challenge i faced in work life is that it's very difficult when you're starting off to be taken seriously and it takes a lot of uh, creative awareness and uh, having a lot of uh, uh, conversations and um, uh, i think um, proving yourself uh, to be taken seriously because when you're a young woman starting a small business or a side hustle something that you're doing from home uh, I think you are the only person who believes in your work or what your idea is and uh, for this this is a little advice to all the listeners that you should be financially uh, independent so that you can take those risks and those decisions for your brand and the respect and the social validation will come later. So that is one of my biggest struggles to kind of, uh, you know, make people believe that, okay, I have arrived. Okay, she's doing well, or this business is going to flourish. So that was getting people to believe that you're doing well, or this is a very serious uh, business is one of my biggest challenges that I faced.
0: I guess that's the struggle that many freelancers and entrepreneurs face in their lives. They actually strive a lot to leave that image, to have that impact that they are brand and they can be looked upon as a role model, as someone who can lead. These things take a lot of time and I actually relate to you a lot on that. So you know what? is your biggest lesson as the boss lady that you are today?
1: I think one of the biggest lessons as a boss lady, you know, uh, or honestly a lesson for life is that you don't know it all when you start. Like when I had, I think I had a very, uh, very uh, academical approach to starting a business. I said, I'm going to make a perfect business plan. I'm going to know everything before, uh, you know, I really start off. But today, five years uh, into the business, I'm pretty sure my business plan and my business really doesn't match. Uh, So you will not know everything, that's my biggest lesson. So I think knowing that lesson from day one helps you to not thrive for perfection because if you're constantly looking for that perfect uh, moment or the perfect poster to share or the perfect product to launch, um, that's probably not going to happen and another thing is to not procrastinate Uh, i think it's also like goes hand in hand the perfection and the procrastination kind of uh, you know goes hand in hand don't think too much just uh, go for it it has always helped me and that's been one of my life lessons as well not just in entrepreneurship and uh, another big lesson is nobody had it easy so you don't have to look at someone else's journey and feel that hey they have it easy so the struggle is real everybody has something or the other going on and that doesn't mean uh, you're not uh, you are going to make it and uh, you should never be disappointed or lose who uh, complete hope before uh, trying so keep trying and work hard so there is uh, nobody to blame for your Um, success or lack of it that's my biggest biggest uh, life lesson or you know lesson as a boss lady
0: that's so true and that's a wonderful lesson to learn that nothing is really easy and people have this misconception that entrepreneurship and freelancing is an easy way to make money with the struggle that goes with it it's not something that anyone realizes until they are in those shoes so you know what's the one regret that you had in your business if you did have any
1: i really don't believe that uh, we should have any regrets or uh, regrets are uh, i think it's a it's a very negative way to look at it but learnings of course yes when i look back i would have done different uh, a lot of things differently for example i think when i started off i wanted to do everything on my own and i wouldn't outsource at all i wanted to be the model i wanted to be the photographer i wanted to be the buyer of the uh, brand i wanted to travel and pick up jewelry i wanted to do the graphic design part of it i wanted to be marketing the brand i think um That's something today, if I had to do it, I would do it differently. I would outsource instead of thinking that how am I going to do all of this or I don't have the time to do all of it. I will, uh, without a blink, I would look at, uh, you know, some brilliant uh, people who do it very well. I would rather hire somebody who does it well, rather than try to burden myself with things that uh, I'm not capable of doing that's something I would have done differently Um, another thing that I would have done differently is probably um, we've uh, I think we've had a lot of trial and error i don't know i would i was really learning from the mistakes of others instead i was doing um, you know we've exhibited at places that didn't do well we've collaborated with people who were really not uh, you know a positive impact on the brand we've done a lot of that but uh, i think today i feel uh, it's uh it's more about, uh, I think the brand is kind of on an autopilot where we know that uh, what really works or I think you're, you've developed a kind of knack to know that what works and what not like doesn't work. Another advice I want to give all these people who are starting, it's very, very easy to start a business. I think that it's the easiest thing to do is start a business. But growing your business and scaling up is a completely different ball game. And for that, you need to seek help you need to look for good mentors you need to keep learning so um, i think that process you have to build relationships these uh, the you know not even a browser who comes into your store or looks at your product um, should be untapped you have to speak to people you have to build on that relationships so uh, I wouldn't say I have any regrets looking back, um, but today if I had to do things differently, I these are the things that I'd change.
0: I guess that's something that even I kind of regret that even I had this habit of doing everything on my own and I think I still try to do that and often burns me out. And I think this is something that even other entrepreneurs can relate to because I have seen my clients say and do the same things that they find it really hard to outsource the work. Right now I try to outsource my work whenever possible and Try not to overburden myself or overcommit myself, and I suggest the same to my clients too. So, yeah, that's something that all the future entrepreneurs out there who are listening to this should take notes on that being an entrepreneur does not mean that you have to do everything yourself. There can be a team behind you, and there definitely should be a team behind you if you really want to build your business. So Minu, before you leave us, what's the one message that you would like to give our listeners who want to walk in your shoes?
1: One message to all the viewers who wish to uh, become an entrepreneur is uh, it might look rosy from the outside, but it's a lot of hard work. So when I was doing my 9 to 5 job, I think I had work only 9 to 5, but now it's a, uh, I think I work around the clock but it doesn't seem like work because that's how much I enjoy doing what I do. Make sure you have the same passion that you have when you start and uh, five, maybe five years later. So dive into it only if you are really, really convinced that this is what you want to do. And don't ever think that this is easy money or a quick way to make a few bucks. Entrepreneurship is a journey and uh, I'm... I can guarantee that you will enjoy that journey.
0: Thank you so much, Minu, for taking out some time and coming to my show. I'm sure you must have been so busy traveling around and handling your business. So this means a lot that you came here and you shared your views and your story with us. It was really inspiring and I hope that you keep hustling and making your business grow and just like your community girl boss ghost places i hope that you keep exploring all the places and achieve success
1: thank you so much saumya for this lovely interview saumya uh, it feels weird to call you saumya because you are uh, better known as the dreamy lass uh, and uh, I would like to wish all the aspiring entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs uh, to have an amazing journey. Don't give up. Be as uh, you know passionate as ever. Work really hard and uh, wishing you great success. And Saumya, love your podcast and keep, keep bringing some amazing content to the audience. Thank you.
0: So that was Minu and that brings us to the end of today's podcast. If you like this episode, do hit that like button and don't forget to subscribe to my podcast. I'll be back with another episode, another entrepreneur and a cool story to tell you guys. Until then, stay safe, stay happy and stay tuned. Bye-bye.